1: this letter is from Paul, a slave of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ. I've been sent to proclaim faith to those God has chosen and to teach them to know the truth that shows them how to live godly lives. This truth gives them confidence that they have eternal life, which God, who does not lie, promised them before the world began. And now, at just the right time, He has revealed this message which we announce to everyone. It is by the command of God, our Savior, that I have been entrusted with this work for him. I am writing to Titus, my true son, in the faith that we share. May God the Father and Christ Jesus our Savior give you grace and peace. I left you on the island of Crete so you could complete our work there and appoint elders in each town as I instructed you. An elder must live a blameless life, He must be faithful to his wife and his children. And his children must be believers who don't have a reputation for being wild or rebellious. A church leader is a manager of God's household, so he must live a blameless life. He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered. He must not be a heavy drinker, violent or dishonest with money. Rather, he must enjoy having guests in his home, and he must love what is good. He must live wisely and be just— he must live a devout and disciplined life. He must have a strong belief in the trustworthy message he was taught. Then he will be able to encourage others with wholesome teaching and show those who oppose it where they are wrong.
0: That was our New Testament reading for today. To learn more and better understand these daily Bible readings, join us for Worship at Hope on Weekends, where we'll preach on the assigned readings from the previous week, and tune into my weekly podcast, Pastor Mike Drop Live, for a more in depth discussion. The passages from Scripture that we're reading. Our goal isn't just that you know what the Bible says, but that you'll learn to live it out in daily life. With that in mind, let's continue now with today's Old Testament reading.
2: Isaiah chapter 21. This message came to me concerning Babylon, the desert by the sea. Disaster is roaring down on you from the desert, like a whirlwind sweeping in from the Negev. I see a terrifying vision, I see the betrayer betraying, the destroyer destroying. Go ahead, you Elamites and Medes, attack and lay siege. I will make an end to all the groaning Babylon caused. My stomach aches and burns with pain. Sharp pangs of anguish are upon me, like those of a woman in labor. I grow faint when I hear what God is planning. I am too afraid to look. My mind reels and my heart races. I longed for evening to come, but now I am terrified of the dark. Look, they are preparing a great feast. They are spreading rugs for people to sit on. Everyone is eating and drinking. But quick, grab your shields and prepare for battle. You are being attacked. Meanwhile, the Lord said to me, Put a watchman on the city wall. Let him shout out what he sees. He should look for chariots drawn by pairs of horses and for riders on donkeys and camels. Let the watchman be fully alert. Then the watchman called out, Day after day I have stood on the watchtower, my lord. Night after night I have remained at my post. Now, at last, look! Here comes a man in a chariot with a pair of horses. Then the watchman said, Babylon is fallen, fallen! All the idols of Babylon lie broken on the ground. O my people, threshed and winnowed, I have told you everything the Lord of heaven's armies has said, everything the God of Israel has told me. This message came to me concerning Edom. Someone from Edom keeps calling to me, Watchman, how much longer until morning? When will the night be over? The watchman replies, Morning is coming, but night will soon return. If you wish to ask again, then come back and ask. This message came to me concerning Arabia. O caravans from Dadan, hide in the deserts of Arabia. O people of Temah, bring water to these thirsty people, food to these weary refugees. They have fled from the sword, from the drawn sword, from the bent bow and the terrors of battle. The Lord said to me, Within a year, counting each day, all the glory of Kedar will come to an end. Only a few of its courageous archers will survive. I, the Lord, the God of Israel, have spoken. Chapter 22 This message came to me concerning Jerusalem, the Valley of Vision. What is happening? Why is everyone running to the rooftops? The whole city is in a terrible uproar. What do I see in this reveling city? Bodies are lying everywhere. Killed not in battle, but by famine and disease. All your leaders have fled. They surrendered without resistance. The people tried to slip away, but they were captured too. That's why I said, leave me alone to weep. Do not try to comfort me. Let me cry for my people as I watch them being destroyed. Oh, what a day of crushing defeat! What a day of confusion and terror brought by the Lord, the Lord of heaven's armies, upon the valley of vision. The walls of Jerusalem have been broken and cries of death echo from the mountainsides. Elamites are the archers, with their chariots and charioteers. The men of Kir hold up the shields. Chariots fill your beautiful valleys and charioteers storm your gates. Judah's defences have been stripped away. You run to the armory for your weapons. You inspect the breaks in the walls of Jerusalem. You store up water in the lower pool. You survey the houses and tear some down for stone to strengthen the walls. Between the city walls, you build a reservoir for water from the old pool. But you never ask for help from the one who did all this. You never considered the one who planned this long ago. At that time, the Lord, the Lord of heaven's armies, called you to weep and mourn. He told you to shave your heads in sorrow for your sins and to wear clothes of burlap to show your remorse. But instead, you dance and play. You slaughter cattle and kill sheep. You feast on meat and drink wine. You say, Let's feast and drink, for tomorrow we die. The Lord of Heaven's armies has revealed this to me. Till the day you die, you will never be forgiven for this sin. That is the judgment of the Lord, the Lord of Heaven's armies this is what the Lord, the Lord of heaven's armies, said to me. Confront Shebna, the palace administrator, and give him this message. Who do you think you are, and what are you doing here, building a beautiful tomb for yourself, a monument high up in the rock? For the Lord is about to hurl you away, mighty man. He is going to grab you, crumple you into a ball, and toss you away into a distant barren land. There you will die, and your glorious chariots will be broken and useless. You are a disgrace to your master. Yes, I will drive you out of office, says the Lord. I will pull you down from your high position, and then I will call my servant Eliakim, son of Hilkiah, to replace you. I will dress him in your royal robes, and I will give him your title and your authority. And he will be a father to the people of Jerusalem and Judah. I will give him the key to the house of David, the highest position in the royal court." When he opens doors, no one will be able to close them. When he closes doors, no one will be able to open them. He will bring honor to his family name, for I will drive him firmly in place like a nail in the wall. They will give him great responsibility, and he will bring honor to even the lowliest members of his family. But the Lord of heaven's armies also says, The time will come when I will pull out the nail that seemed so firm. It will come out and fall to the ground. Everything it supports will fall with it. I, the Lord, have spoken. Chapter 23 This message came to me concerning Tyre. Wail, you trading ships of Tarshish, for the harbor and houses of Tyre are gone. The rumors you heard in Cyprus are all true. Mourn in silence, you people of the coast and you merchants of Sidon. Your traders crossed the sea, sailing over deep waters. They brought you grain from Egypt and harvests from along the Nile. You were the marketplace of the world. But now you are put to shame, city of Sidon. For Tyre, the fortress of the sea, says, Now I am childless. I have no sons or daughters. When Egypt hears the news about Tyre, there will be great sorrow. Send word now to Tarshish. Wail, you people who live in distant lands. Is this silent ruin all that is left of your once joyous city? What a long history was yours. Think of all the colonists you sent to distant places. Who has brought this disaster on Tyre, that great creator of kingdoms? Her traders were all princes, her merchants were nobles. The Lord of heaven's armies has done it to destroy your pride and bring low all earth's nobility. Come, people of Tarshish, sweep over the land like the flooding Nile, for Tyre is defenseless. The Lord held out his hand over the sea and shook the kingdoms of the earth. He has spoken out against Phoenicia, ordering that her fortresses be destroyed. He says, "'Never again will you rejoice,' O daughter of Sidon, for you have been crushed. Even if you flee to Cyprus, you will find no rest. Look at the land of Babylonia. The people of that land are gone. The Assyrians have handed Babylon over to the wild animals of the desert. They have built siege ramps against its walls, torn down its palaces, and turned it to a heap of rubble. Wail, you ships of Tarshish, for your harbor is destroyed. For seventy years, the length of a king's life, Tyre, will be forgotten. But then the city will come back to life, as in the song about the prostitute. Take the harp and walk the streets, you forgotten harlot. Make sweet melody and sing your songs, so you will be remembered again. Yes, after seventy years, the Lord will revive Tyre but she will be no different than she was before. She will again be a prostitute to all kingdoms around the world. But in the end, her profits will be given to the Lord. Her wealth will not be hoarded, but will provide good food and fine clothing for the Lord's priests.
0: That concludes today's readings. Thanks again for tuning in and taking this journey with us through the whole Holy Bible in a year. To more easily find this daily Bible reading podcast, hit the subscribe button. On behalf of all our Bible readers and the whole podcast crew here at Hope, I'm Mike Householder. Tune in again tomorrow, and I hope to see you at Hope for Worship This Weekend.